Welcome to a world that only exists at night, where heroes are found in the strangest of places. A world populated by forgotten classics, video nasties, and the head of their town. Take a look with me at misunderstood geniuses and those who believe themselves to be so. This is the world of the Midnight Screening. Welcome back everyone to Midnight Screening. My name is Nathan Lang with me. As always are my co-hosts, that's Josh K. That is Josh K, yeah, well, that was very emphasised. And that's Ty Hennessy. It is? I always questioned that. I think I got more emphasis on the lats, just saying, I think I'm more important. Did you say on the lats? Yeah, because Nathan was like, lats, Josh K. Oh, lats. Yeah, I it felt very, that. like, enthusiastic. I thought you meant your lats, like, that your muscles, I'm like, no you don't. <laughs> No, definitely not. I'll be no. interested in that. Well, you, you are Josh K. I know, but is it's he? just the way, you know, you were very, like, almost eager to announce, like, just in case anyone forgot, that is Josh K, you know? I mean, also, so, you said my sorry, second I'm name, tr- too. Sorry, I'm trying to bring a little of hype to the <laughs> intro of the show, you no, know, Josh, like, like, oh, I'm down like for it, like, I love, I love we, us talking about me, you know? I've got no, a huge it's almost ego. like he's <laughs> arguing about an actor in a film, it's like, that's Josh K! I swear to God! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when someone's like, who played the the guy in The Wild Rose? I'm like, that's Josh K. <laughs> oh, do you know, it literally, like, I it took actually a Google search in three pages of clicking to find um, Peter from Deadpool, even though I said, the one without the powers that joins X-Force with the moustache. I, I, don't, I don't know how else I could have described him. Oh, Rob, Rob Delaney. Yeah, he was on the Russell Howard Hour, and yeah, I was like, it was like, oh yeah, that's Peter from Deadpool too. She went, who? I went, the one without the powers, with the mustache. Deadpool loves him. And no, she didn't get it. She went until I got a picture of him. Went, oh that one. I'm like, oh okay. Yeah, my wife doesn't watch movies. Speaking of movies, today's movie. <laughs> yeah. Seamless. Today's movie <laughs> Beautiful. is the uh two thousand and five. Yeah, well I got the I'm trying to think how to describe this immediately. Yeah, the two thousand five superhero Bell. comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Sky High. <laughs> yeah. This is a harder movie to explain in an elevator pitch than I was expecting there. Really not. Right, let me have a go. It's the two thousand and five PG-rated, one-hour, 40-minute-length adventure comedy family film that was released on 21st October 2005 in the UK time movie, Sky High. Thank you, IMDb, for all that information. Okay, Josh, sponsored. somehow you gave less information than I did. <laughs> yeah. Well, as I told you, it's IMDb, you know? Not sponsored. So, yeah, we're talking Sky High, a movie that came out... Um. Right, the discussion of this film is probably going to show that there's a slight. I'm sorry. I don't want to say it. There's a slight age gap. <laughs> Did you just say a, a movie that came out? Because yeah, you're right. <laughs> I was going to finish that right, before thought. We finish this, before we finish this, is the oh. ending of the thought making me want to throw a tin at you tomorrow? No, I'm just going to stay because I, I heard age gap. I heard age gap. There is an age gap, but I think Never. part of the reason, like. But the reason I want to talk about this one is it's very nostalgic, and I think it's nostalgic for all three of us. Yeah. But <laughs> for in a slightly different version of nostalgia, because I mean I was four, J- 
Josh, you read what, 3? Yeah. When this came out. So, like, we grew up with this movie as in, it was there. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. We don't what remember the, this happening, it was what, just around. What month did it come out in? 21st of October, 2005. I said that. Come on. He did, he said it up top. <laughs> yeah, I didn't listen to that. As soon as I knew, it was just essentially reading from the textbook. I just didn't listen to him. Um, yeah, yeah I, I, I would have been um, about to go into high school. No, wait, no. I would have been in high school. Would I have been? Wow, you're so old. Shut your ass up. No, no, no. I would have just about to go into high No. Yeah, I would have just about to be going into high school. Because I was 11 and I turned 12 while in first year. Joel was already 12 in first year. No. Okay, so you were 11 when this film came out. So 11. Yeah, yeah. So Yeah, I was 11 when this film came out. That's the thing, in terms of nostalgia, you'll probably remember Sky High coming Uh, out. Yeah, I've actually got a story about it. Yeah. I was wagering on that. Were you? I picked the right movie. Um, <laughs> because, yeah, I think a lot of this discussion will come down to, like... I've got a lot more to say, having rewatched it, than I thought I would, but I think a lot of this does come down to the nostalgia aspect, which mm. is going to be different Yeah. Uh, for me and Josh than it is for you. Yeah. Uh, do you want to dive into your, your story? Oh, my story? Um, so, I saw... <laughs> That's really short. Yeah, I saw this in the cinemas. <laughs> I should tell you how old. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> shut up, Josh. Um, so yeah, I didn't say anything. You laughed. Me and my mum used to go to the cinema together. We used to have days out together. We'd just go to the cinema, go and get something to eat. And then one one day, um, Nanny McPhee was in the cinema at the same time as Sky High. We couldn't decide which one to watch, so we decided to watch both. Now, we bought the tickets and we pretty much figured it out that we would have about a five minute gap between um, Sky High ending and the actual film Nanny McPhee starting. Now, we always accounted for like 15 minutes of trailers, which always happens. So yeah, we, we were literally, we were still watching the ending of Sky High while the trailers for Nanny McPhee were beginning. Um, so yeah, it was literally, we'd seen Sky High, uh, we ran out of the screen, quickly ran to the toilet, grabbed more food, and then ran like into Nanny McPhee. Now, cinemas today don't have these seats anymore. They're, um, they're well, they do have them, but they're uh, for disabled people. So, no, no, yeah, the seats are gone now. It's for wheelchair users, isn't it? And they're a bit further back, right? Oh, you mean the ones that are like right at the front, like back in the day that were like touching the screen? Yes. So yeah, <laughs> that was my view. Th- those were the only two seats left because you couldn't book your actual seats. It was just you booked a seat. It mm-hmm. wasn't an exact row. It's just you booked a seat in the cinema. Um. Yeah, that was me and my mom's view of Nanny McPhee. It was literally <laughs> like we were about three feet away from the screen with our necks cracked up. Looking at the screen, watching Nanny McPhee. So yeah, I can't think, I can't think of a more two thousand five story than double billing <laughs> Sky High and Nanny McPhee. Yes, mate. 
<laughs> and double build Sky High and Fee. We we actually decided which one we wanted to watch first, and I'm so glad we watched Sky High. Um, normally because Nanny McPhee not as good as Sky High so I'm, I'm happy I didn't have to watch Sky High like Ooh. cranked up I also think like motion sickness reasons I won't want to look up at Sky High oh yeah yeah compared to Nanny McPhee I did that with when I was very little we were late to the Spongebob movie mm. uh, and we ended up right in those those same seats and I think my mum got like genuinely ill <laughs> Because how like what, bright that movie is. The bit with David David Hasselhoff. Uh, not just like the because everything in that movie is luminous yellow. Oh yeah. <laughs> like... So yeah, that's the story of how I saw Sky High for the first time. <laughs> and I think I saw it. Yep. Wait, when did Harry Potter come out? The the, wait, first, the first one. Two thousand one. It was two thousand one. It was two thousand five. So. Alright. Be Goblet of Fire? Yeah. Oh, wow. Damn. Nerd. <laughs> no, dating what was Harry it? Who Potter are you nerd. calling a nerd there? <laughs> you. You knew which one came out that year, obviously. Yeah, I know I know my Harry Potter release years. So I, prob- I probably yeah, would have went nerd. and seen Goblet of Fire in the cinemas as well then. Yeah. The only Harry Potter I ever saw in the cinema was Order of the Phoenix. Oh, okay. oh wow. How old was <laughs> I was that? Expecting. Nathan, That's real harsh. quick, how old was I for that? That's really hard. Uh, Order of the Phoenix. Uh, so that's what, 2006? You're what, five? Some, I was really young. <clears throat> and then I, I ended up crying when I got home after it because I was terrified of Voldemort because I was, you know, five. So yeah. I never got to see any of the other Harry Potters in um, the cinema. And I was oh, wow. only allowed to rewatch the first three. I <laughs> only I saw. <laughs> I only saw Deathly Hallows Part Two in the cinema. I oh. saw all of them. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the the Harry Potter story, if you want me to tell it, was originally. Do you believe that Yvette wasn't a Harry Potter fan right at the beginning? Yvette I thought it was just meeting for, Jenny. For our listeners, Yvette being uh, Ty's, Ty's mum. Yeah, my mum. Who uh, is uh, a quite a big Harry Potter fan. Yeah, she wasn't. Currently. Um, so, back when I was in primary school, oh god, 2001, I would have been seven. <laughs> yeah, shut up. I would have been seven. Yeah, you wait, would wait, wait. Because there's seven years between us. What month did Harry Potter come out? Uh, September, I think. So. Oh my god. Yeah, I would, nerd. Have, been, I would have been seven. Uh, it's, uh, either it would have been <laughs> six or seven, depending on the month. So I was seven, I was in primary school, Harry Potter came out, um, my mum didn't actually want to go and see it until all the, now she used to be a playground supervisor at my school, yeah, my mum was at school with me all day. Mm. Sucker. Yeah, uh, so yeah, that was that. Uh, so she, all the kids, she used to, I think it was a reading group that she used to have, um, all the kids like to say to her, oh, you need to go and see Harry Potter. It's amazing. And she was really thinking about it, and people had told me about it. I was like, Mum, can we go and see Harry Potter? And she was like, do you know what? Let's go. And we went for another one of those days. And uh, yeah, we went and saw it. And then from then on, we never missed a Harry Potter. We even queued outside Tesco's to pick up, oh God, one of the books at midnight. Pardon me. I think it was... The sixth or seventh book? It might have been the Death of the Hallows. I think it was maybe the last book. Yeah, maybe. 
Wait, no. Oh, no, no, wait, no, no, no. What book? Nathan, you'll know this. <laughs> what book got released? Um, wait, what was that? 10 or 11? So, in either 2000 and. Like, 2013 14, what book got released? I can't remember one in 2013. Okay, what was one in 2013? Well, the last movie came out in 2011. Oh. What book came out then? Was there a re release of a book? Oh, God. I'm just going to point out whilst you think about this the fun. The fun of the fact that our Sky High episode so far has consisted of about five minutes of Harry Potter talk now. Yeah, shut up. I'm trying to figure this out. No, because I was 10. No, I was younger than 10. Oh, God, please don't tell me I have to phone my If you my were mom. 10, then it would have been 2013. No, it, wait, wait, when did the last book come out? Um, I don't actually know that. Hmm. I can do a quick Cause it, it, Google. It essentially stems off of me and my mum sat there at midnight, we went and got the book. Now, this was after I was in the middle of okay, the singing so group. Deathly Hallows comes came comes out, came out in 2007. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I, went, I was in high school at that point. I really can't count. As we yeah. previously discussed. Yeah, there we go. Right, I was, yeah, I was at high school. That was it, right, so... It was Death at Hallows because when I was in P7, I got invited to the Midlothian singing group. Now, if anyone knows me, I'm tone deaf. <laughs> I can't sing. I was part of a singing group. Um, and there. What you'll prove to us now is he sings a song. <laughs> no, I will not. There, oh. I met a guy <laughs> called um, Keith Jack who went on, to, went on to go for the part of. Um, Joseph in the Technicolor Dreamcoat. He was the runner-up. He yes, lost he to the guy who actually played Joseph in the Technicolor Dreamcoat. And me and my mum bumped into him in Tesco's and I asked him if he would sign the book and he died. Dead. So that was it. We've got a personally signed copy of The Death of the Hallows. There we go. Figured it out. By someone that's didn't like the death. <laughs> Which makes no sense, but sure. Well, he's not, but he was like, you know, at that point, he was famous. He was like, he was I, like, I, what do we have? What do we have that you could sign? I know the Harry I do Potter want to book. say for Keith Jackson, he did lose any dream will do, but he did go on to play Joseph on the West End. Yeah. So he was I, just in case mind. any hardcore Keith Jack fans are listening. He was, um, he was I do on, know that. You message Jack. Yeah, he was on, <laughs> <laughs> he was on, um, Obviously, he was on TV at that point. He came from, like, Midlothian and, you know, yeah, he went around, like, touring around schools. He went to our school. Yeah. So, yeah, I met he got him. hand stuck in a sewing machine. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. How do you he know got that? His, he, he got his hand stuck in a, in, a, in a sewing machine in our HE department. Oh, wow. Yeah. That must have sucked. Yeah, that's great. When, um... You know how teachers always give you the, the like story of like, oh, I once knew a kid that it's even more funny. It's like I once knew a kid who played Joseph in the yeah. Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. So, so I knew Joseph before he was famous. Well, you knew someone who played Joseph before. No, yeah. he knew he knew Jesus's dad. <laughs> I my you mom... know Nathan. I need to point this out. You know that's a different Joseph, right? <laughs> yes, that was the joke. Yeah. <laughs> 
my mum still has the DVD, and it's of the last night of performing. This is literally the last story. Last night of performing, because we're standing singing um, at the end of the day from, oh God, we were in ratty clothing, so I'm going to have to say Oliver from Les Annie. Maybe, maybe it was Lima's. At the end of the day, we were a little bit older. Must be Lima's. Um, I don't know, we were all in right clothing, and there's a there's a video, and you can see me. Isn't that rent? I am falling asleep, standing, and no, singing is. these bloody songs. I'm falling, you can see my head just going down, and my eyes closing. I'm like, I'm knackered. <laughs> I'd performed three nights in a row, and I was like 10. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that was hell. So yeah, on to Sky High. Sky High. If we're going for context as well, like let's jump back to the first time I saw this film. Was remember how everyone's dad had that one friend that would pirate all the films ever and just give them. Yep. Yes. It was never your dad. It was always your dad's friend, and I don't know how your dad had a friend. I think my dad must have done it and given it to his friends for his. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, I think the all our time... dads were friends in 2005. No, actually, it was my mum's <laughs> mate. It was my mum's mate that did it. The first time I saw Sky High was one of those pirate things. And up mm. until last night, the only time I had ever watched the film Sky High was with those pirate, with that oh, pirate wow. DVD. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's Watching impressive. high quality was something else. I'll give you it. That's actually quite impressive. Now, I'm the same. I don't think I've seen Cars without someone standing up in the middle of it. <clears throat> it, it didn't your car's copy have someone coughing midway through for like a solid two minutes it did and uh the audio of the film stopped because there was an announcement over a tannoid about a lost child <laughs> that's great <laughs> which i've spent a lot of time in cinemas never heard that happen before <laughs> You've got a question. Do you think people watch pirate DVDs and then as you get used to it and then you watch the real one and go, hey, where's the cough? But yeah. Think, well, maybe some people. For me, Sky High was a... Uh, yeah. We must have bought Sky High or been given... I think I was maybe given it when I was a kid as for like a birthday present or something on DVD. So like... Yeah, young enough where I don't remember having it so it was always just there. Yeah. Like, I remember showing my friends Sky High, who hadn't seen it before, and being like, what? This is the best movie of all time. <laughs> and forcing them to watch it, because I loved Sky High as a kid. It's maybe... I've still got that same copy. It's maybe the oldest physical DVD I own. Amateur. Yeah, it'll be up there. I mean, and not in, like... I've got King Kong on DVD, you know? It's not the oldest movie I own, but... <laughs> You're talking about your oldest being DVDs, though? Yeah, I got rid of all my VHSs. Hot hot VHS tapes, come on. Right. Coming back into fashion. Quick quick public service announcement. Ten years too late. If you're collecting media and you're like, I don't have a VHS player anymore, I'm just going to get rid of all of them, think before you do it, because I still don't own Toy Story 2. (laughs) Also, VHS players cost like 20 quid. Anyway, anyway, Sky High. Um, we've also, established when we watched it. <laughs> I had Rugrats on an orange VHS tape. If we're, if we're wanting to talk about VHS tape stories real quick, I think I win. 
you know Andrew Lloyd Webber's Cats? Yeah. <laughs> so as a child, I loved that film because they had like a full on like they filmed the stage show professionally and stuff. Oh, like, now I yeah. understand you. I I genuinely loved that film as a child. I've not I've refused to watch the new one because I liked the old one so much. Anyway. My parents had to buy a second VHS copy of that because I burned out the first one from watching it too much. Murder cats. <laughs> yeah. Of all of all tapes, the live taping of cats. Quick public service announcement: The boy who just admitted he burnt out a VHS copy of Cats has been ripping me a new one about my favorite movie being Power yeah, Rangers. Anyway, hang on, no. hang on. Let's, also, let's also clarify something. That was when I was about five, and I will hold my hands up saying it's probably not that great of a filming. But I was five! Show. I do not think it's my favorite film. You still think Power Rangers <laughs> is your favorite film, and you're in your 20s. Nearly 30s. And I'm getting a tattoo dedicated to it. Yes. Hey, I don't judge. I just joke. You do. No. <laughs> Jack judges. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll need to get right. him back on the show. This plot of Sky minutes. High. Sky High. Sky High, <laughs> Sky High revolves around <laughs> a protagonist, Will Stronghold. Um, yeah, Will Stronghold is a character. Say... He's got. Dumbest name What's for that? a superhero. What is his dumbest name for a superhero? It's clearly. It's. It's the strength version of Stretch Armstrong. I know, but even his mum and dad's name, they're dumb names for superheroes. Stephen Josie? Commander and Jetstream. Commander and Jetstream. Dumb names! Who are, like, supposed to be iconic uh, superheroes in a world where superheroes just exist and everyone's cool with it. Uh, Superhero high school... Yeah, he's going off to Superior High School in the sky, called Sky High. Sky High. Great pun. Yep. Fantastic pun. Um, I actually love that. But he's got no powers. And that's the plot of the movie. It's, oh no, he's got no powers. This is a prejudice allegory. No, it's all a, it's all a metaphor for late bloomers going into high school. Yeah. yeah of course, not every subtle. late bloomer also develops super strength in flight, so you know. That's yeah. Naturally. That's the one thing. Don't hold this movie up as like, yeah. Don't look into its its coding too much because no. it doesn't all work. <laughs> because if you look at it enough, they they could have all been super villains, and I could literally name the super villains that they become. That some of them become, not all of them. Yeah. Wait, do you mean the the psychic characters? Just all of them. <laughs> You know, yeah, the, the the plant girl. That's poison ivy. Well, yeah, and that's, then that's a clear then reference. Yeah, the the girl who um, freezes that guy that looks up that thing was up her skirt. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's it. That's Victor Freeze's daughter, or Emma Frost. Wait, so wait, wait. You you're you're trying to say the the female one with freeze powers? Mm. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> Or Iceman's daughter, or whatever. Anyone with icy. Well, it's no Frozone's daughter, is it? You hit on you hit on a good point there. With sort of two thousands superhero media, like original superhero media. Yeah. Because this is the time, like, we live in a golden age now, where like superhero media is half of all media. Yeah. Like, 
pop like, culture is obsessed with superheroes because of the Avengers. Yeah, like last year was the one year in like over a decade we haven't had a, a Marvel release. Yeah, and they've overcompensating this year by <laughs> taking over television. I am not upset at this fact though. I am but, happy. <laughs> um, the two thousand, the stuff early to mid two thousands were a time where comic books were kind of coming back into fashion, but as kids stuff. Yeah. And it was perfectly acceptable to just take other people's ideas. <laughs> this movie's full of it. Every superhero, every character has is just someone else from comic books. This is the year, I think, one year after The Incredibles, who were, wink wink, not the Fantastic Four, wink wink. <laughs> They're not. That was the what? first film I ever saw in cinema. But, like, yeah, it's a stage where superheroes are... Fun fact with Josh. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a stage where superheroes were becoming more mainstream, um, yeah. but weren't taken seriously. No. And I'm going to tell you right now, as someone that grew up reading comic books, that grew up watching things like this, that still keeps up to date with superhero media as much as possible, I kind of miss when superheroes weren't taken seriously. I mean... The whole basis of the movie, tell me if I'm wrong, it is to like make people like teenagers feel better about going into like high school and being different, right? Yeah, it's every Thank God. It's every teen high school movie Disney has ever made in terms of but its they like have messaging. Superpowers. But this yeah. one this one they're superheroes, yeah. <laughs> like, they've made this movie a thousand times. It's just this one had big name actors in it so it didn't go to Disney Channel. Yeah. Also, did did anyone realize like the school bullies? You know, um, Lash and Speed. Speed, yes. yeah, yeah. Very creative names. They were a bit boring. For, for... they're not great characters. No, yeah. like ah, oh, round them up. Ah, oh, I'm gonna take your hat and throw it in the ground. Ah, oh, I'm gonna dunk your head into a. I did expect like... better. This yeah. was the time, like Disney Disney Channel movies had <laughs> the most like evil school bullies in them. The worst thing they did was nearly killing uh, War and Peace. It was the worst thing they did. Yeah, yeah. to be fair, they do is try and suffocate someone. Also, just going to say it now, best name for a hero, War and Peace. Great name. Yeah. This movie's full of great little one-liners and puns and things like that. Mm. Uh, War and Peace them. and... Of- right, you go. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, War and Peace and Sky High being the kind of obvious ones. Yeah. Um, and most being of those one liners being delivered by the one and only the great Bruce Campbell. Just saying. Yeah, going into this, like again, I haven't seen them since I was a kid, so I was like, I know you've got obviously Kurt Russell and Kelly Preston because they're on the box art. Yep. When I fished the DVD out again, mm-hmm. and Bruce Campbell, and I was like, yep. yeah, they got some cool names. It was like a fun thing for. This film is filled with like names like that that no yeah. kid would know, and they're yeah. all hilarious throughout the movie. Yeah, who yeah, plays the? Even then, so, there's a lot of them that have just become quite big as well. Yeah, like, yeah, the there's a couple of stars in it. The ma- uh, that I did look up because it's hard to tell because he's got that massive head in... prosthetic yeah. on. Um, what was that character's name again? Doctor uh, Medulla. His name is Dr. Medulla. Medulla I don't think it's Doctor Medulla. I think his first name is Medulla. 
I'll get there in a second. Kevin McDonald. Thank you. Or, or if you want to be really thin weight, it's Brainiac from uh, Marvel Comics. Well, yeah. But you've got um, Mr. Boy also played by Dave Foley. So you've got I... Dave Foley and Kevin McDonald from... Yeah. Um, what was what was the sketch where they did? What? Kids in the Hall. Okay. Yeah. While I was saying that, I clicked on his IMDb page to make sure I got it right. You. So you've got like an, an actual comedic duo from this time just mm. in this movie, and seemingly improving a lot of their dialogue. Yeah. They've got the and yeah, you've got that plays Ramona and Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, if you're talking future stars, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Thank you. Remember her name? <laughs> uh, yeah, who is Ramona Flowers and. The one I did not realise, Jim Rash. Who? Uh, Dean Pelton from Community. Yeah. Uh, future Oscar winner for best screenplay. Plays a weird little jester man <laughs> in this movie. What? What? Um, Hi. Yeah. What was his name? Stitches? Do you have any thought about Sky High? Where do you start? Where do you start? Where do you start? Uh, Endings are let down. Could have got there at. Wait, who's a let down? The endings are let down. The endings are let down. Wow. I mean, all my all my controversial opinions. I was going to used to argue with Tyre about to get stolen. I think. <laughs> Apparently. What else? What else you want? Eh, what other thoughts do you have? On it. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I was just going to take a minute. Um, could have got better actors. <laughs> Apparently they could have got better actors. Ooh. Actually, we are currently talking about how great the cast is now. We are currently talking about how great the cast is. <laughs> I didn't even point out Linda Carter yet. Daniel <laughs> Pan- oh, wait, the well, original uh, Wonder Woman. Well, yeah, Wonder Woman herself is in this movie. Okay. What else? Uh, it's just a movie that everyone gets hyped up about and it's just a letdown. Wow. Did you guys hear that? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I hope the mic picked that up. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure it did. Probably. I've got a great mic. My mic can apparently pick up the TV that's playing downstairs. I mean, if you have less bitchy comments about it, it'd be great. <laughs> you know. Oh. This is nostalgia for Nathan and Josh. Oh, I yes, did, didn't see good nostalgia. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, Ashley Hennessy. Yes, my wife. <laughs> Told you she was real. <laughs> now we're making jokes like we talked about. We went a bit geeky for like 20 minutes. So I was like, believe it or not, Nathan has a girlfriend and I'm married with three kids. So, you know. And Josh said he won. Yeah, I'm the intelligent one that decided to, you know, I'm, a, I'm freelancing, you know. He's freelancing. You're freelancing. I'm on that. <laughs> Oh no, he's not Barney. Josh, that sounds like you're selling your body. He's nowhere near Barney. No, just my personality. He's no. Yeah, I'm the Barney of our friendship group for sure. For sure, I'm definitely the Barney. Good one. <laughs> uh, that makes sense. I'm Marshall, so you know. And Nathan's the Reggie. <laughs> I think we agreed Nathan was Ted. He does look like a Ted, doesn't he? 
Why? What is happening? Well, I, I'm I, Marshall. I don't, I don't know. You're Ted. Jack's Barney, right. but Jack hates being Barney. Now Josh is fine being Barney. Jack can be Scooter. No, I don't want Jack being Scooter. I mean, Jack has a thing with my wife. Okay. Anyways, yeah. Sky High. Sky High. So yeah, we're we're, we're um talking about the green yeah, this cast. Film, we're we're talking about this film is is full of like yeah big names that like a kid wouldn't have appreciate quite noticed yeah yeah like the film is marketed on the appearance of. Uh, Kurt Russell and Kelly Preston, who are both brilliantly chewing scenery this whole time. Mm. Um, but yeah, again, as we pointed out, you got the great Bruce Campbell, Dave Foley, and Kevin McDonald, and yeah, Wonder Woman, <laughs> Linda Carter as mm. Principal Powers. Um, and yeah, it's that like it's always been weird to me that this isn't a Disney Channel movie. Is it not? No, this was a, like this is. It's a Disney movie, but it's not a Disney Channel movie. Oh, you know, right, a, right, right. Like you said, you saw it in cinemas, you know, it was a big theatrical release. Mm. And I think that's probably why, you know, you tell Kurt Russell that he's going straight to TV. I'd happily tell Kurt Russell he's going straight to TV. <laughs> I'd just be happy to be able to talk to Kurt Russell, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Mr. I'm Russell. St- <laughs> I'm still mad at Kurt Russell. Hey, again, Kurt Russell didn't actually try and kill Chris Pratt. Yes, he did. That was a, that was a movie. <laughs> Just like his son tried to be Captain America. No, again, that was the TV show. <laughs> no, have you caught up with the ending yet? No. God damn it, boy. I want to appreciate for people listening, as of recording, it just ended. Because this is going to come out like maybe a solid month after we record it. I've probably caught up by then. It being Falcon and Winter Soldier, by the way. It being Falcon and Winter Soldier, yes. Yeah, right now we're probably, um, like, right now as of releasing, we're probably watching Loki. I'm just going to, before we start delving into this, talk about the other superheroes that we might be talking about. Because I think we don't need another tangent about Marvel. Yeah, Um, Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I think this is, I'm about to get punched by Ty if I was near him. Thankfully, I'm in a different you know, place altogether. But I I agree with what we overheard Ashley saying about the ending of this film. If you're talking, like, the full-on ending ending, I agree. If you're talking about the third act as a whole, I fundamentally disagree. No, I don't... I'm not talking about the third act as a whole. Definitely not. I think... Okay, okay. I think they rushed the end as a whole in terms of, like, the last five to ten minutes. I think they kind of had a lot of ideas that they just kind of brushed over within a few... Lines of dialogue towards the end, or things like that. I think, I I think as a kid though, this film is great. I think this is a great childhood film. I have great memories, but rewatching it, I think it just—it was a bit of a letdown in a lot of things. (laughs) Sorry, I messed up. Oh, oh, I'm just saying this film's a bit of a letdown now that I'm an adult. (laughs) Well, the ending. No, the film as a whole, to be completely honest. Really? I was gonna say the opposite. I was, I was pleasantly surprised rewatching this I'm, I think right. I have issues don't get me wrong like there's things I film. didn't like yeah I think my thing with it is I, I think of it as a kid watching this I think I loved this film entirely as a child and watching it now I just it doesn't hit like which makes sense it's a kid's film don't, I'm not like criticizing it as a bad movie for that I'm just mm. saying I don't know it does I don't think it holds up into later life yeah. this film like some kids films I there's think a I'm, bit of a letdown to rewatch yeah. it I think I'm middle of the road I think it's like it's it's got, even though it's got the superhero flair to it, it's still your run-of-the-mill make kids feel better about themselves going into mm-hmm. a different environment. 
You know yeah, I mean? that's my big issue. Yeah. Like, I adore the first, like, 30 minutes of this movie. Where it's just campy superhero stuff. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, a big chunk of this film is slow-paced high school drama. Yeah, it's... And it's so boring. <laughs> but, I'll, I'll give it its dues, you do go through the, like... You do go through the state. It does go through the stages that you'll probably go through in high school. You know, you will be if you're a guy. You'll be a bit of a dick to your friends because you've bloody got a girlfriend. You know, you try and fit in with the popular crowd, all that. But you'll have a an arch nemesis that you just find out was just misguided, and you're just you're all buddies now. You know what I mean? It's just so tropey, though. You know. Like, I I feel like I could point out 15 movies from, like, the same time period that did a lot of those things better. Yeah. Particularly, like, this is one of the big um, perpetrators of the trope where there's a character and he's a bad guy, but he's not really a bad guy. But, like, when they introduce him, he's evil. And then he does one nice thing and suddenly he's like, great. They just change personalities overnight. Mm. You know, this War and Peace is one of the worst examples for that. Because he he tries to kill Will. <laughs> but then he's nice one time at a Chinese restaurant. And <laughs> I mean, he's the greatest right. guy. <laughs> okay, I know you say that. I know you say he tries to kill Will. But does he though... He throws fire at him. Okay, okay, Nathan. Right, <laughs> I'm gonna have to say this. Right, how long? Right, how how long would you? How much older than Will would you say he was? Couple of years. Uh, he's a senior, right? And Will's a freshman, so you're talking three or four years. Okay, let, let's let's go three. Right, he probably powered up at least a year before going to Sky High. He mm-hmm. has had four years. Training how to throw a perfect fireball, right? So guarantee does say multiple times during this scene, "I'm going to kill you, Will Stronghold." I yeah, it. and right, then he throws right, right. them at his face. At, yeah, fireballs hot enough to just completely melt through trays. Yeah, like he threw it before no, the tray was there. <laughs> yeah, but he at still, least wanted to hurt him. Yeah, he wanted to hurt him didn't badly. Like right, if he wanted to actually get him underneath the table, all he had to do was jump off. And throw a fireball underneath it. Like, you get the fireball ready, you jump off, you throw underneath it. Just saying. He didn't want to kill Again, him. Though, it's, speaking, it if he a, did that, Will couldn't have had yeah. his moment of lifting up yeah. the table. Come on. high school fight. Like, saying yeah, I'm going to kill again, you, you're not going to. Yeah, Ty, I think, though, we're not... You're right. Like, yeah, logically, he could have just done that if he really wanted to hurt Will. Yeah. But I think the issue there isn't the character... War and Peace didn't want to hurt the character of Stronghold. I think it's the screenwriter didn't want War and Peace to hurt Will Stronghold, so we'll just ignore this obvious fact. <laughs> because where we need Will to lift the table. Mm. This is why I'm saying it's just, it's. This film frustrates me in a way because it's such an interesting setup. Yeah. And they just ignore it several times to do cliche Disney Channel yeah, cliche, movie stuff. Cliche high school shit. Yeah. yeah, when That's they don't the need bit. to. 
And also, like, go for it. I was also going to say, like, Kurt Russell's an asshole. Like, he's the asshole dad. He's supposed to be. He's the asshole dad that, like, I was an A1 athlete. You have to be an A1 athlete. No. Yeah. You just got to make your kid resent you. That's the, (laughs) that's the redeeming factor, I think within that kind of middle chunk of the movie is how well Kurt Russell portrays the, like, Friday Night Lights varsity football yeah. captain dad. You can, you, know? you can see him sitting in the car with Will after a bad night. You go, you want to blow your ride? You want, you want to lose your chance at the big title? You know? Like, um... Yeah, like... Emilio Estevez's dad in Breakfast Club. Absolutely. Like... He is guaranteeing he his plays son that role. has a sports scholarship. He yeah. wants that. He plays that role so well of like living yeah. vicariously through your child. Uh Yeah. Yeah, this movie benefits from having like an actual great actor like Kurt Russell be able to do that bit. Mm. To make it slightly less noticeably like lazy. Yeah. yeah. But it picks up. Like I think I think it picks up the second the the funniest villain reveal of all time happens. Yeah. Um, the movie really does pick up again oh, and become fun superhero stuff. I kissed an old lady. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. Okay. I'm going to say that. I'm, I'm going to have to ask guys. I probably know the answer. But did he? Because he technically kissed a girl who'd went through a re-aging process. So was she still the old yeah. woman? In the same sense that Captain America and Bucky Barnes are 110 years old in Civil War, yeah, sure. But they've got the, yeah, the that's body. The that's a different... Yeah, 30-year-olds. No, no, that's a whole different case. She never went through a cryogenic process, which is what Cap and Bucky went no, through. No, but... But it's it's but what I mean by that is the same is in the terms of, like, on a technical aspect, in terms of looking at birth years and stuff. She yes, is ancient. That is how many... That's how many years old she right. is. Sure, but... It's how many years she's been alive. She's just went through puberty twice. Right. Sucker. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna Once suck. Once is enough for me. Oof. <laughs> yeah, puberty was rough, man. Uh, but yeah. Know, it's just... It's... Yeah. I I still like the movie. But it's, uh... You know... Yeah. No, that's, that's what I was gonna get to there. Yeah. Because... Yeah, my, my issue is it opens with some really creative stuff, you know? Like, right off the bat. Like, mm. the second they get to the school and you've got, like, the cheerleader who's only one cheerleader, but she's got, like, multiple man's powers. Mm-hmm. So she's all the cheerleaders. Like, that's that's hilarious. Like, that's just a cool superhero thing. Um, Everything on the school bus... You know, the Bruce Campbell as a PE teacher indoctrinating them into whether or not they're a hero or a psychic. Coach Boom. Boomer. Yeah, Coach Boom. And all of the... Yeah, all the, like, creative powers and stuff in that scene. Mm-hmm. And then it just dips. But just... then it turns out the ray gun that the villain's trying to steal this whole time turns the people pacifier. into babies. The pacifier. The pacifier. Yeah. Not to be turns confused with the into... Vin Diesel movie. They turn people into actual babies. Yeah. The movie gets great again from there, I think. That's what it starts to embrace again being a campy, dumb I mean superhero pastiche, you know. As far as uh, 
evil villain plans go. Pretty solid plan. Like it's a it's a straight up like X Men Saturday morning cartoon yeah. plan. It's great. I, like <laughs> if you if you imagine like the commander and Jetstream, they're like forties. He's talking yeah. back to a baby. They've got a solid forty years. She's got a solid forty years to turn the whole world evil before they grow up and power up again and do all that crap. Yeah, it it's a good dumb comic book like plot line. Uh, yeah, I like it a lot. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, enough to break your voice. Yeah, I don't know what happened <laughs> there, voice. <laughs> um, your your nostalgia's coming back. You start talking how you were. I'm going through voice. puberty twice, or no? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I just, I yeah, like maybe it is. So the different points will always be from like how we first saw the movie. Like the good thing about doing this whole like the whole minute screening thing is. You know, if you're seeing a movie you've never seen, you're going at it from pretty much the same perspective as everyone else. But it's like, when it comes to things like one of us or like a couple of us or like even all of us, but at different times of our life have seen, the perspective's always got to be different. Yeah, like you said at the mm-hmm. start, Nathan, like it's the nostalgia, it's all different. Like I saw it when I was like 11 years old. Nathan, you probably first saw it when you were like, I don't know. You probably never, You probably don't remember seeing it at four years old. Do you? I don't remember the first time I saw this, no. Right, and same with probably Josh as well, if I'm correct. Yeah, probably. Yeah, Yeah. you know, you were, like, considerably younger than me. So, yeah, it's all just a, yeah, nostalgia. Yeah, and that's what I was saying, like, I think... I do have that same kind of nostalgia in the sense of I can think back to watching this film as a kid and loving loving it completely. Yeah. But I think that kind of ruins it a bit more now as well. I think if I didn't have such great memories and was watching this for like the first time now at this age, I think I'd still like it as a film. Obviously not nowhere near as much. But yeah, I think what Nathan was saying is there's a lot of it that's it's so tailored to, you know, early two thousands young people and my bird just flew into the window. Um oh. It's catered to that kind of age group that now it just there's a lot that just doesn't really hold up in terms of what you want from a film. Yeah. Can we, on the back of that, talk about how early two thousands this film is? Oh, oh god, yeah. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> I took some notes on this. Okay. Straight up. Immediate. What's the kid's name? Zach. Which one? Glow. Oh, Zach. Is he the one that the one that glows? Right. Yeah. Zach. Yep. Yeah. All of his character. Mm-hmm. That's the most skater boy pop punk. Yep. He's wearing a visor when yep. he's like you first see him. He's called everyone boy and man. Mm-hmm. He's got like the polo shirt and the bright. Yellow, like <laughs> with the shorts and the skater yeah. shoes and the socks uh, pulled up. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that is an image that is not aged well. All no. you've got like the emo chick with like purple the purple hair. bit through her hair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you got the nerd with the glasses and the. I'm pretty sure he has a pocket protector. Mm-hmm. Who keeps um, getting swirly? Yep. You've got the uh, the vegan. 
with all the flowers yeah, on her body and all a, the green. Yeah, early, yeah, early two thousand style <laughs> flower power stuff. You've got Will who tries to dress popular, but still has like a like uh oh god like a corduroy baggy cargo short shorts yeah. with baseball boots and yep yeah but like yeah. has a corduroy over the shoulder bag. It was not a good time for fashion. <laughs> <laughs> it was not. Even even the Bloomin', I'm pretty sure Lash had like a skull on his t-shirt, did he? Oh, yeah. Dressing like Bloomin' Sid from Toy Story. <laughs> the, the, yeah, the, the old skull stuff, yeah. Mm. And then War On top Pe- of that. Then oh, War and Peter. War and Peter, the big yeah. tough guy with a big leather jacket. Full emo stuff. Oh, God. Like, which I, which I know... Yeah, like everything oh, about Warren PC's image is so, like, it's not a phase, mom. Yeah, to the yeah. tough guy. Oh, long hair, big boots, the black jeans, the leather jacket, <laughs> wallet chain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On top of that, as well, the soundtrack to this movie. Which is just pop punk bands covering songs from the eighties mm. for some reason. Like if I told you kids in America played in this movie, would you believe me? If you'd never seen it before, if you just saw like clips of it, if I told you kids in America or like Blitzkrieg Bot played, would you believe me? Do you mean like is that the the assumption of the kind of song I would presume was in this movie? Yeah. 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 But that's not quite right. No, like, oh god! But <laughs> As it turns out, played. well, you've got, I've got it open here. Yeah. Again, as I said, it's all it's all eighties pop songs being covered by pop punk bands. Mm. So you've got uh, genuinely the only one I think properly works as its own song. They might be giants covering "Through Being Cool" by Devo, mm-hmm. which plays in their sidekick class. Yep. Montage. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. You've got the band Elephant doing Please Let Me Get What I Want by the Smiths at one point. Uh, the great Skindred doing the Beats Twist and Crawl. I don't know. Where's that played? Uh, where is that? I think it's just in the background of a scene. No, probably. Because um, there's a lot of kind of a lot of these I recognised the riffs, and I was like, who's doing that? Uh, and, of course, because it's 2005 and a high school movie, Bowling for Soup need to do something on the soundtrack, so... Yep. We do close out with Bowling for Soup doing Modern Englishies, I Melt With You. Yeah. Not well. <laughs> oh, actually. Oh, what was it? I, I'd learnt a bit of trivia about the... So, do you know when the... The sky falls. Ha. Mm-hmm. Not Jack Lowell. The people that just bought the house. Who... I was going to bring this up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you know who I'm talking about then? Yeah. Are you talking about the, the actor in that scene? Yes. Yep. Who is he again? Wait, should we see if Josh if Josh can guess who it is? Yeah. If who? Sorry, the actor at the end. So the... Yeah, when, um, when he thinks his Will house is going to be destroyed. Yeah. Um, this is another very early 2000s cameo. I'm listening for the clicking. 
You're listening for the clicky thing, when you? Just, just in case you're like, ah. I'm trying to remember this scene. In all honesty. Should we give him a hint? Josh, he's got a very recognisable voice. Now remember who the hell it is. <laughs> God, now remember who the hell it is, yeah. Okay, Wait, Josh. no, it was Tom Kenny. Yeah. Did you just Google it? <laughs> yeah. You know, you know I noticed that immediately. Like, the second he was on screen, I was like, is that Tom Kenny? <laughs> Why is he in this? Do you know who he voices, Josh? Without uh, yeah, SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah, Thank yeah. You very much. Yeah, without clicking, I said. No, I knew that anyway. Yeah, Josh knows who. Josh would know who. Tom right. Yeah, Tom Kenny, world famous voice actor Tom Kenny, has a cameo in this movie as a man who thinks his house is about to be destroyed. Yeah. Um, Isn't the bus driver someone pretty big too? Yes, we did not mention Kevin Hefferman. Mm. Earlier in that list, I knew I was against someone. Yeah, he is in Super Troopers. That was the one. Thank you. Yeah, he's in quite a bit, to be fair. Mm. Yeah, he's another kind of comedy character actor that appears in a lot of like a lot of movies we would talk about on this show. <laughs> yeah, that's a name that'll probably come up along with. Oh. Um, I mean, yeah, we've oh, that's we've it. mentioned a few names like that today. He's in the Dukes of Hazard remake. He is in the Dukes of Hazard remake. Ah, uh, he plays Skeeter. Like, he's that one where he chews tobacco. I, he's I, a remember. I like him. Yeah, I like his 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 character a lot as well in this movie. Yeah. Was it? Oh, what's his name? Ron? Is it Ron? Yeah, Ron, Ron Wilson, bus driver. Ron Wilson, bus driver. Ron Wilson, bus driver. <laughs> He really kicks the minion out of the bus and goes, there's only one person authorised to transport superheroes, and that's me, Ron Wilson, bus driver. That's the guy who's weirdly... Is it, yeah, that's the kind of... That's the kind of openly silly stuff that this movie does so well. You know? Wait, actually... mm. Just the, the idea that every time he says his name, he's Ron Wilson, bus driver. Yeah. Yeah, it's his name. Including, yeah, it's just his name. Including... When other people say it as well, like the nurse mentioned yeah, at one point, and she Wilson, calls him Ron Wilson, Wilson bus driver. <laughs> yeah, like that's just who he is. It's his whole identity. That's yeah. that's funny, you know. And there's enough. Do you know? Again, my frustration with this movie doesn't come from what it does badly. It comes from the fact it does some things so well. I would that just... when it's not doing them. <laughs> mm. I went to meet his parents. I went to see who the hell they were. Yeah, because that's sort of a uh, interesting little background detail, isn't it? That he's a uh, mm, son of the son of two. He's basically I hate to bring up Harry Potter again, but he's he's like Filch. Mm. Yeah. Um, similar kind of idea with having yeah two parents with abilities and getting both recessive genes instead, which is actually kind of tragic. Hmm. He makes the most of it, though. We haven't spoken about Save the Citizen yet. Yeah. That's, like... Messed up. That scene... In my head, right? That was an incredibly creative... Like... Yeah, a incredibly creative scene where they, like, utilised all their powers and everything. It was this really cool game, kind of Quidditch-style... 
It's just dodgeball. Yeah. You know? It's superpower dodgeball. I was so disappointed. It's funny. Like, it's a good scene. But yeah, I thought that was... A... And does have a really dark joke in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where... Remember they used to use real citizens? Like, yeah. what? <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that line translating to remember when they used to murder people for sport? <laughs> Well, not necessarily murder. It was more remember when we failed to save people and they died for sport. Ah, you know? of course, yes. Mm. <laughs> all, all in the specific. I have before we do the usual questions. I have a different question, right? It's mm, probably gonna be more. It up. It's gonna be most aimed at Ty. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so I can. Because, it. I mean, I, I'm interested in your opinion as well, Josh. But you are. Um, Ty's me. Ty's got the most experience here. Uh. I think we said in this episode already, but just in case people don't know, Ty is a father of three. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is this a film you'd show your kids? Yes. Like, now? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. I think Finn has seen this. I think I've showed Finn in this. Because <laughs> I'm just, I'm interested in, does this hold up as, like, a film kids would get and like, because we're talking about just how off its time it is? Yeah. I think for a... Right, so... Right now, like, the kids wouldn't appreciate, like, the message. You know, the message that it conveys. Mm-hmm. But I think... I mean, I think when they get to, like, a bit older that they, they, they understand the message, I'd be like, oh, yeah, hey, let's watch this film. And they'd go, oh, this film's really old. And I'm like, yeah, so am I. But whatever. Let's just watch it and just <laughs> understand the message. Because, you know, there's a and there's the an end, aspect of, like... Finn and a yeah. yeah, the message is, you're a dumbass. There's the message. <laughs> yeah, probably. But, you know, I'm thinking there's an aspect to, like... You know, Goonies holds up. Like, mm. people still show their kids Goonies. Yeah. Or even, like, Star Wars. Or why can't I think of any other 80s kids' movies? I'm trying to think, of, like, I'm trying to think of the big The one Brave Little Poster? Oh, actually, I showed Finn and uh, the Iron Giant. Iron Giant, yeah. Yeah, I, I nearly kicked her out a window. Because <laughs> at the end, uh, for people who haven't seen the Iron Giant, get a life. Really, watch it. It's a great movie. Uh, but spoilers. So you know at the end... A lot of people haven't seen it. I know, but you know the ending. I'll just say you know the ending. Uh, yeah. Yeah. At the ending, right when, uh, I, I had a tear in my eye, so did Ashley. Finnan, her response was, ha, silly robot. Like you, you're you're gonna get kicked out a window. Uh-oh. Oh man! Actually, speaking of showing my kids movies from my childhood, I'll actually give you this. Um, I remember the first time we showed Finn and the Lion King, the original. Um, yeah, the the bit with Mufasa. Yeah, I looked over at her. Like Ashley tapped me because I was obviously I was engrossed in the movie. Ashley tapped me. I looked over at Finn. She's sitting in the middle of the bed. Just one single tear running down her face. I'm like, oh god, I've broke my child. Um, we also showed it to Holden. The Lion King will do that to you. We showed it to Holden. He had both eyes streaming with tears. I'm like, oh man, we keep traumatizing our children. <laughs> so naturally, we're going to show it to Chase and see if she's okay with it. <laughs> of course, yeah. But yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm all for 
showing obviously there's certain movies from my childhood that I wouldn't show the kids because you know certain jokes haven't aged very well but yeah yeah I'm all for you're lucky with Sky High yeah I'm all for like showing the kids the progression of cinema I'm all mm-hmm. for that um because yeah, I was thinking like there's enough films I remember watching that are like from before our time mm. that in terms of being dated, you know, were visibly dated yeah. by the time I watched them, but still yeah. worked, you know. But oh, yeah. there's also films that I'm aware of from like the 80s that haven't aged well at all. Well, um, like um, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I'd still show that. To, like I, I still think that movie holds up. It's just I... like... That's very dated. That one tunnel scene. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, like you wouldn't get away with that now, but no. it's not like Gremlins where we fully just stopped calling it a kids' movie. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was interesting from the, pers- from the perspective of of our father. Like, does yeah. this does this hold up in that same way as like? Yeah. Again, I'll, I'd say I'll, something like Goonies does. Yeah. Like I have Sky High on DVD. Um, the DVDs, my DVDs, will essentially be wide open to the kids, and it'll be a case of. If they pick up and go, what's this? I'd be like, well, watch it and see. Obviously, depending on what they pick up. Like, if they pick up Nightmare on Elm Street, be like, what's this? <laughs> no, <laughs> you're not watching that yet. <laughs> Maybe when you're older. Wait, when you're 15, you can watch it. Not right now. I still remember when, yeah, my granddad used to let me just go through all his DVDs and just take them home. <laughs> there were multiple times my dad had to be like, no, put that back. <laughs> Like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I was like, this looks interesting. But Dad was like, no. Nope. <laughs> What's this about? <laughs> put, put that away. <laughs> We're going away with Little Vampire or something. <laughs> oh, The Little Vampire. I love that movie. <laughs> I love The Little Vampire. But with that out of the way, I've got mm. two more questions for you boys. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I've just dropped my microphone. <gasps> That's okay, a we're wrong back. moment for a mic drop. I got two questions. Boom. Anyway, no. right. <laughs> two questions. Josh K. No, say it right. I want the same enthusiasm. Josh K. <laughs> Thank you. Would you recommend Sky High? Um, I think I would. Yeah, I think. Hang on, right. I think there's an issue. To anyone that's either still a child or above the age of like seventeen, yes. But I think if you're in that awkward stage right now. Nowadays, where if you're still in like high school and like you know, you're still 13, 14, mm-hmm. I don't think I would at that age at this point in time. You know, I think you'd have to, I think I'd only recommend it to people that were either the same age as us or older or that are still really young. You know, I think there's an age of people at the moment that they just wouldn't appreciate it and it's not worth recommending it to. That makes sense. I get you. I get you. Ty Hennessy. I a hundred percent. Would you recommend it? I hundred percent agree with Josh. Like I, I would miss out high school age, mm-hmm. and then just yeah, either before or um after high school age. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, I love it when we agree. <laughs> uh, I was yeah. waiting for you for you then to go. But anyway, I don't. Like I hate this movie. No, <laughs> Ashley does no, apparently. I, yeah. Again, I, I think you guys are right. I'd recommend... Yeah, if you're running out of ideas for, like, things to show your kids, you can do a lot worse than Sky High. And, honestly, I had fun re-watching it. Yeah. Uh, 
So if you are looking for like that dose of nostalgia, you again you can do a lot worse. Yeah, but you can but also do better. Just you could do better as well. The film is wrong. fifteen years old. I don't think like because even like. That's where my issue comes up, because I get the, like, nostalgic reasons. The film I kept holding it to, because, it, again, it gave me such Disney Channel vibes, was High School Musical, like, the first one. <laughs> and my issue is, I think, nostalgically, more people are going to get more out of High School Musical. Yeah. Not this guy. But, in terms of, like, which one holds up more as a movie, it's Sky High. Yeah. So it's in a weird in between there. Um, just watch them both. To be fair, they're both they're both fun rewatches. I mean, <laughs> never have and never will watch High School Musical. Yeah, Josh has bad. never uh, seen High School. See, I hadn't either until Ashley made me sit and watch all three of them. And I'm very benefit of being single. I mean, yeah. I complained that they were okay. They were okay movies. I'm not. They're fine. I'm not yeah. Mad I saw them. Like. Yeah, I'm not mad I saw them. For me, it's a matter of principle now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which you get a girlfriend what? and you're sitting there on a Friday night and she's like, let's watch High School Musical. You're not fighting. And I'll break up with her there and then. Or, or until you do an experiment with your Instagram followers and they all force you to watch High School Musical 3. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm never going to do that. We're fine. Yeah, I don't know if I'm ever doing that again. That was a mistake. <laughs> Uh, one last thing then before we wrap up, Josh, is this a midnight screening? I think this is a midnight screening if you're with people that have seen it before. Mm-hmm. I think if you're there with a bunch of people that have never heard of this movie and never seen it, then you're going to want to pick something else. But I think you could definitely get away with watching this with a group of friends that have already seen it, just for that nostalgia reason. It's the nostalgia that brings it up to like midnight screening standards, I think. So yes. Hey. Okay, I'm going to ask Josh to stop coming up with such great answers because now it looks like I'm just <laughs> copying him. We need to stop letting you Josh are. go first. I, I once again, <laughs> genius. I once again, a hundred percent agree with uh, Josh. If I was with, if I was with a group of mates that like all seen it and like for that little nostalgia kick, yeah, I would, I would definitely say it was, yeah. Totally, yeah. Um, yeah, this is another one where. There, if you're looking for this kind of thing, there's better options. Yeah, but it doesn't mean yet that like this is absolutely still. Yeah, this should still be on the table. You know, like. Hundred percent. And yeah, if you're if you sort of. Yeah, I feel like, weirdly enough, kind of exactly between, Josh's age and Ty's age. <laughs> it'll work for you. Right, All what right. I always get what I wrote the outro and I always forget what do I do first now? Before the outro, Josh. What are we watching next week, man? Oh yeah. I've gotta be honest, I I couldn't think of anything for next week's thing, so I'm just gonna take this opportunity to thank everyone for listening and I guess say bye, so in case I don't see you. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Solid. I like that. Just let's just take a minute. He's a genius, everyone. He's a genius. Yeah. I've said it before. Let's give him a clap. Let's give him a clap. That was a good one. I'll give it. Quick clap for you. That was actually great. Because I was like, is he just going to steal my bit? Oh, no. Okay. <laughs>
Oh, that would have been good too, though. Oh. Um, so, yeah, tune in next week to find out what Josh was talking about there, if you haven't figured it out already. <laughs> uh, all that's left is for me to say thank you. Thank you to everyone listening once again. Thank you to both of my co-hosts here, Josh and Ty, and thank you so much to our editor, Is Prebill on YouTube. His links will be in the description below, followed by the links for the show itself and our socials. Follow us uh, if you want. If you're listening on Spotify, why not check out the Nathan Needs a Username YouTube channel? All of these episodes are live there, as well as all my ramblings about whatever pop culture topic I feel like rambling about uh, whenever that happens. And he rambles a lot. Yeah. I do. It's yeah. a lot of fun. Come come and ramble with me in the comment section about, I don't know, whatever Marvel are doing, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> That's most of it. Um, and if you 16. are... If you, if you are on YouTube, <laughs> why not listen to us on the go if you want to catch up by checking out and giving a follow to the Midnight Screening Spotify page. Why can't I go. do this today? So in, <laughs> in short, if you're in short, if you're listening on Spotify, check out YouTube. If you're listening on YouTube, check out Spotify. Yeah, that's what I've been trying to say. There you go. <laughs> and if you're not listening, uh, get your life together. You should be listening. If you're if you're not listening, then you didn't hear that. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait. All right, guys. If any of your friends aren't listening, tell them to get their lives together and start listening to the podcast. Boom. That's right, yeah, that's the one thing I never say. And then just like, comment, subscribe, or follow, depending which platform you're on, and tell tell a friend. Just come to your friend and be like, hey, you should listen to this podcast. And they'll be like, why? You'll be like, because Nathan told me you should be. And they'll be like, who's Nathan? You'll be like, listen, listen to the show. To the podcast and you'll find out. And you'll find out. <laughs> yeah, he's on the show. Yeah. 